0: Hello, my name is Christian W, and I will be having a conversation with Anais Duplan for the New York City Trans Oral History Project in collaboration with the New York Public Library's Community Oral History Project. Yes, this is an oral history project centered on the experiences of trans identifying people. It is Tuesday, June 18th, 2019, and this is being recorded in Christian's bedroom, Pacific Street, Crown Heights. Brooklyn. Hi. Hi. Um.
1: I wonder if we should, the levels are doing crazy things.
0: What are the levels doing? feels like. Oh, they're, they're fine. But when you are
1: enjoying it, like, they never went above, like, there. Which makes me feel like.
0: Like they need to go beyond there? Don't they? They. they- the peak level was between negative 12 and negative 6. But it was like between
1: negative 18 and negative 12. So you think we need to be more. But up then on. sometimes it like shoots up. I don't know. I
0: do think this. it's fine. You want to start again?
1: No. You're the interviewer. So you. Become...
0: I'm going to start again. Let's start again. So that there's not all that. I liked it. I mean, I can I can redo it very similarly. Okay, let's go. Extraneous yeses. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is great material. This it's is really good. This is the content that the people at the New York Public Library want. They were they were like throwing all these ad libs. Yeah. Okay, let's do this again. <laughs> Starting again. (laughs) Hi, hello. My name is Christian W. And I will be having a conversation with Anais Duplan for the New York City Trans Oral History Project in collaboration with the New York Public Library's Community Oral History Project. Yes, this is an oral history project centered on the experiences of trans identifying people. It is Tuesday, June 18th. It is evening, and it is raining outside, and this is being recorded in Christian's bedroom, Pacific Street, Crown Heights, Brooklyn. Hi. Hi. Tell me your name and age, if you wanna. My name is An, Anais, and I'm 27. What's in a name to you?
1: (laughs) Well, uh, what's in any given name? What's in a name?
0: I mean maybe yours specifically, but um but the question could apply to names in general, like what's in a name? And and how how we how we bend them, I guess, to move with us. Okay. Um
1: I think it's really special that as trans people one of the things that we get to do we want to is to rename ourselves or to modify the names that we already have um you don't really get to name yourself the first time so there's something uh special and like self inventing about Naming yourself later in life. Um, so in a name of a trans person, there's like self-actualization. Word. Do you want to say what your pronouns are? My pronouns are he, him, slash, they, them. It depends on the day. It depends on the situation. It depends on the person.
0: Cool um say what your pronouns are my pronouns are they them that's what they are right now <laughs> pronouns be changing yeah i mean you dear listener when you hear this our pronouns may be
1: totally them. different what are your pronouns <laughs> yeah what <are> <laughs> <laughs> tell us we about don't yourself say our pronouns. um <laughs> where were you born where have you lived I was born in Jack Mill, Haiti, Um, I've lived in Boston, and Brooklyn, and Long Island, and Cuba, and Vermont, and Iowa, and Rhode Island, and Brooklyn again, I lived in Harlem for a short stint. I remember that. Yeah, you came to Mm -hmm. my house. Mm I just want to ask you all these questions that you're asking me now to be like, and so, <laughs> and so,
0: um, moving right along, uh, <laughs> do you think, do you think this is, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's like, still, it's recording, it's recording. It's um, recording something. Yeah. We'll see. We're just going to go with it. Yeah. Um, how would you describe your gender? And by that, I mean, I, so, so you can answer that question however you're, you would like to or approach it however you would like but i was kind of thinking i don't know i'm curious like both concretely and abstractly Ooh. you know like if your gender was a sound a smell a texture a Ooh. food um
1: like sensually yes yeah, se- like surly mm-hmm. describe my gender
0: well I, I you know i'm I'm interested in asking the question that way because an an, an obvious question was like tell me about your gender describe mm-hmm. your gender you know but like i want i wanna i wanna know something different mm-hmm. about you than that mm-hmm.
1: um I've been thinking a lot about um indeterminacy which i'm not i'm pretty sure it's a word yeah, it's a word and um I kind of want that more than I want anything. Like to be sort of fiercely not one or the other thing, you know. And we talk about this a lot, but to like I think the what unfolds from that is like having relationships with people that are like not one or the other thing and like and like moving about in the world in this way that is like I don't know, like responsive or something. Like Yeah. Um I I like the like shortened version of Anais like on because it's just like a syllable, you know? And it's like not. It's not really like doing one or the other thing. Um, so if I had to like root this in the senses, it would be like an ocean wave or something. Um, yeah, let's go with that. I like this. Thank you. Um, how would you describe me? Here? <laughs> <laughs> I promise I won't do this for every single one, but this one I feel like
0: um, how would I describe my gender? Maybe in this moment. Like. A hydrangea bulb that has had hot sauce squirted all over it. It's like a little scandalous. bit, a little bit saucy, you know. <laughs> like, I got this crush thing going on, you know. <laughs> but like, be- but like,
1: beautiful, like. Yeah, beautiful. yeah,
0: yeah. You know, I'm like, ooh, but I'm also like, mm. <laughs> moving along. How did you find poetry? You're a poet. <laughs> I know you from. Uh, so, so we met at a poetry reading. You were reading poems. My worst poetry reading. Your worst poetry reading ever, according to you. But at this poetry reading, I I thought that you... I was like, that person is the greatest living poet. And... you can't say things like that. Well, that's what I thought. And it's still a thing that I think about. And that's how we met. And so... um, Before we bonded over... whatever the first thing was was poetry so how did you find it how did you how do you start writing poetry um and tell us the name of your books i'll do it <laughs> um
1: i think that i wrote poems for a long time before i was like calling them poems Um, like, I had a little blog, (laughs) and I would, like, write short things, but, like, didn't call them poems. Um, I think the first time I, like, wrote a poem and called it a poem was, like, junior year of college, and I wanted to do something, like, art-related that was not art, because I was sick of visual art, um, and I went to a like, got into a poetry workshop, kind of applied to it on a whim, and then had, like, my heart started to do a thing when the class started. Like, I was like, I feel a way when I write poems. Um, A sense of, like, immediacy, maybe, um, and, like, urgency. That has never gone away. That's how I feel when I write a poem. And nothing else really makes me feel like that. So I guess I keep doing it.
0: Um, in regards to poetry, who influences you?
1: I still stay reading like the same poets who are like Paul Salon and this poet from Chuvashia, which like I don't know where that is. I think it's near Russia. I don't know, he's a Chuvash poet (laughs) Um, whose name is, and I don't even know how to say it, but it's like Gennady, I-G, G-E-N-N-A-D-Y space, A-Y-G-I, whose poems I found like just randomly looking through a bookstore, Um, but like he's my favorite poet next to Paul Long. But only the Michael Hamburger translations, not the Pierre Joris translation. <laughs> for the record.
0: <laughs> for the record. Yeah, the record. Um, cool. Cool. Um, let's see. Where do we want to go? From here. Um, I wanted to ask you because... I think it's important to go on this record about the Center for Afrofuturist Studies and about your... the how, why, and when of its uh, founding and maybe some of the names of people who moved you to and on that journey. And then I have a follow-up. Wow, okay. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: The founding people who moved me on that journey um okay
0: and what it you know what it
1: is what it is the whole pitch okay here we go the center for afrofuturist studies um is an artist residency program for artists of color who are dealing in some way with black futurity um and i'm particularly interested in artists who are thinking about, like, the near futures of black people, so, like, not hundreds or thousands of years in the future, like, not so speculative, but actually, like, in the next five to ten years, like, what are black people doing? Um, and I think that I was, like, leading up to this project with... previous projects that I've been doing um I feel like my practice is like bifurcated between like the things that I produce myself as like an artist slash writer and then this like yearning I have to um make space for other people's work um and so I've been doing uh like collaborative artist projects with artists for a while Um, and then wanted to give that kind of a home and knew I was moving to this weird place Iowa and like without ever having gone there was like I want to prioritize black artists in this space because I bet they're not (laughs) and I was right um I think um like you asked about like people. Uh-huh. I think that Martin Sims um mundane Afrofuturist Manifesto is like st- for me, like still remains like I kind of wish that like that could be our mission statement or something. Um and I, I don't know if you've read it, but it's like divesting Afrofuturism from like all the kinds of like stereotypical things that people associate with after-futurism like space travel and like sort of like a futurist aesthetic um, yeah 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 yeah. interested in like stripping that down
0: to the bare essentials um, mm-hmm. so this would be like a a, a, a materialist kind of approach or say more about that um in terms of like the time span that you're talking about you know like five years not like Like yeah um i'm sure there's like a, a philosophical version of the word materialist but i guess what i mean is is like with the matter and resources and or like with openings and closings and half openings that are
1: with like
0: the the debris that is currently
1: yeah 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 yeah. like um like the prep the debris of the like, stuff the of present. Now. Yeah, yeah the yeah. stuff of now yeah yeah I like that um, it's like this is a terrible I don't know why I'm invoking Black Mirror right now but like I feel like the, the reason people like Black Mirror and I'll include myself in this is because it's like recognizable you know it's like you could see it happening it's very similar to like our present reality and I feel like I'm thinking about like one step right before Black Mirror (laughs) Uh (laughs) where it's like it's like super recognizable and it's like not that futuristic even it's like um almost like creating a future Uh as opposed to like speculating what it might be you know it's like laying the groundwork for the I never thought about this like this but I kind of like it yeah it's like preparing for a future as opposed to like like kind of designing it or something Mm -hmm.
0: um a kind of like follow-up to that is um how do you think about your gender in relation to Futurity, uh-huh. generally, uh-huh. and Afrofuturism, specifically.
1: Okay. Um, I've never tried to link my gender and Afrofuturism, but my friend Margo, she's a cis woman, was asking me about being a trans person and was like, in terms of like my body so you have a lot of conversations about like body dysmorphia and like different relationships to one's body and um and she was like i forget exactly how she phrased the question but it was something like do you do you have trouble like we were talking i had brought up how i'm having top surgery soon and 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 she was like do you have trouble like 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 you know that this change is going to happen to your body so soon, and, like, is it, is it, are you, like, always anticipating that or something, you know? And, and I, I feel like the short answer is, like, yes, you know, but the long answer (laughs) that I gave was, like, um, as a practice, I try not to be, you know, I try to be, like, whatever, is happening like right now, right now, has got to be my like total reality. Like it's so, it's like too painful to like exist in the mind state of like what is gonna happen to my body, which is not just like every time I look at myself in the mirror, you know, I'm like ah, oh, the- <laughs> like this could happen, that could happen. <laughs> um so maybe there's a similar this is all very good i've never tried to think about this together but maybe there's a similar like in my own gender and uh, in thinking about this center for future studies like resistance to speculating about the future and yet like total like obsession with and like investment in building for a future or something
0: like, the resistance to speculating is because the in the moment you're trying to just be a presence that right. is manifesting the thing.
1: Right. Like, the only way to get to the future is through what's happening right now. And the only thing that's real is what's happening right now. Like, the future might not even happen, you know? And so, like, I hate the idea that I would be like (sighs) holding off on my life or something right now in the hopes of like something that might not ever happen. Maybe that's me, like I don't know, like being protective or something. But like, if I can, like, I I think in my head I'm like I'm preparing for the future by being fully
0: invested in what's happening now does the does being in the space of writing a poem um, correlate correlate to that sense of immediacy does the moment of a poem do that for you
1: uh-huh uh-huh that's it so, you're like blowing my brain this is. <laughs> um, all these things coming together. Um, yeah, it's like in the moment of writing a poem, like the moment of like language arriving and transcribing it is a moment in which like nothing else is real except like the thing being transcribed.
0: Which is such an odd moment, because the thing being transcribed is, like, maybe a thousand doors in the space of, like, three beats or whatever it is, you know? A thousand doors. Yeah. Like, that, like, whatever the language contains, you know?
1: Uh Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. It's both, like, it's both, like, it's both both singular and simultaneous. Uh Uh-huh. Like the, like the present moment. Mm-hmm.
1: I like a thousand doors. It's like the the possibility in each moment, right? Like, mm-hmm. Like from each present moment there are like a thousand mm-hmm. possibilities. It's so hard not to ask you questions.
0: <laughs> no questions. <laughs> Um,
1: okay, well, I'm just going to throw a question out there. Okay, all right. And Actually, and we can do whatever we want. We're free. Um, <laughs> but, like, mm, something I think about, and I'm curious what you think about it, that we can talk about it off the record, is, like, in this space of immediacy, in the space of the present, is it... Mm, Is it enough or like there's like a serenity that comes with that but then like is that serenity enough to to spend a life in?
0: No, I don't think so. No I would qualify that my response is I don't think that everyone needs to have the same answer to that question I don't think there's like an answer Yeah, yeah yeah. I don't think that there's like a, a one response to that But for me... No, because there's other other people and situations in the world. Same word. All
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> like, mm, like somehow in being.
0: maybe not maybe not like like necessarily always but you know maybe i'm maybe i'm okay just hmm The handbook said we were allowed to take long silences (laughs) um I mean I don't want to I don't want to sound like really precious about it but maybe I feel kind of precious about it If, if I could like have some kind of groundedness in a moment I would want to like share that also
1: Oh, interesting. Uh Uh-huh, 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 (laughs) uh-huh. It's sort of like the most solitary um, place.
0: I just, you know, like, there's so many different ways of talking about this, obviously, Um, but I think my mind goes to the fact that, like, so I grew up in a suburb, you know, in a place... Um, where reality, where 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 time and all and a lot of different kinds of the real are like erased, rewritten, sanitized, occupied. Um, so I'm just a bit suspicious of like. So, you know something about being present in a moment. Maybe just keeping that that past of my history in mind, like takes me to. Um, uh, I, I'm I'm distrust I'm mistrustful mis- of it. it. It feels like um, like one could wallow in one's own. Uh-huh. safety or uh-huh. sense of groundedness uh-huh. a sense of like the moment and it's not that that moment be- it isn't a real moment but there's like more but weighed against what it took to make that moment emerge uh huh uh huh that uh huh uh huh
1: Interesting, <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm interested in the present moment's relationship to violence. hmm interested that sounds like you know i'm like very i'm I very... to explore Yeah. <laughs> that's not what i mean for
1: the record they don't mean <laughs> this thing is crazy it has no relation to hello yeah it does <laughs> um
0: you're recording me <laughs>
1: Moving right along. <laughs> Next
0: topic. Next topic. What is time to your body? Oh, my God. <laughs> how does how does your body touch time?
1: <laughs> I feel like we, we're kind of, this is what we were just talking about. We're it it this is. This is like a good, yeah, it's a good sign that we're like, um, We're how? here. We're in it. We're, we're in it. it. We're here for it. In it.
0: How does your body touch time? Also, this is what happens touch when uh, an Aquarius person <laughs> makes the interview questions. I'm like, <laughs> in the scope of things. <laughs> touch time. I don't want to hear about just your moment of being you right now. I want to know how it relates. Touch <laughs>
1: time. Um, touch time. Touch time. Uh. Wow. Wow. How does your body do (laughs) it? I don't know. It helps me think about it when I say it like that. You know, do what you need. Yeah. (laughs) Um. Wow. Well? Okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I'm... hmm. I mean, I'm thinking about like aging. (laughs) And... like, and like, transformation, um, maybe this present moment that we're talking about is also sort of like, like a, mm, like a timeless moment. Like, the one... The one... Thing... (sighs) The one thing that is, like, true through time is that, like, shit is... I'm sounding like such a fucking, like, watered-down, like, Buddha asshole right now, but... (laughs) Like, that's a great... Watered-down Buddha asshole is... (laughs) (laughs) a conversation with (laughs) but like the one thing that remains constant through time was like the fact of this like very slow almost imperceptible change and then sometimes moments of like very quick change and that's like true of the body as well like like, like I think it was last night or something, or, like, this morning or whenever, I, like, looked down at my, like, arm, and I was like, this is the same arm I had when some traumatic shit happened to me. <laughs> and it, like, I had, it, like, took me back for a moment, and I, and, mm, like... there's a way that like remembering where your body has been and like what has happened to your body um it like collapses time and and like sometimes this is very wonderful like if 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 you've like been through something really amazing (laughs) and then mm, when you remember it and you remember like that you have the same body that's and the collapse, it's, like, wonderful, but, like, with trauma and things like this, like, mm, the sense that, like, time collapses and this present moment is, like, the same, like, is, like, or, like, that moment is carried through your body into the present moment is, like, fucks with me, and I don't like it. <laughs> um, I want, like, a new body, you know? I want, like... Like,
0: yeah. Um, do you feel like, um, I mean, I could ask you, like, what? How the word transition resonates with you mm-hmm. i will ask you that mm-hmm. um i'm asking you that and i'm, and I'm curious is as, as to, um, for example in in my life so far like um what like non-binary kind of transition means to me is is a is an endless dedication to a process of becoming and of uncertainty and to being sort of legible and illegible and i'm wondering if what you're saying about trauma and and wanting a new body um and how and then how you view the sort of durational kind of process of transition Mm -hmm. Um, is that a way of like nurturing memory and like carrying Mm -hmm. it with you and alchemizing it or Mm -hmm. not a way of like not as in it's a crux for that but is that like part of a crutch for that rather is it like part of the process does that make sense Every time
1: I hear the word transition, like, like, even outside of a gender context, my eyes go like this. For the tape, <laughs> they got really big. Um, cause it, it's like so loaded and it feels...
0: Yeah, it feels like a practice to me, like a container. It's like the word improv or something. <laughs> I would prefer improv. Yeah. Like, how so, long have you been improvising? Yeah. Your... <laughs> yeah. So, at this stage in your gender yeah. improv. <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, I think we've, like... Side note, I think we've maybe stumbled upon something. Gender improv. Gender improv. Ooh.
1: This was, like... Okay, sorry. Small... Sag, what, or whatever, diver, type pocket is the, uh, bit early on, in my, gender improv, <laughs> uh, I got called a, faggot, in the street. Mm-hmm. Did I tell you about this? No. And it was such a strange experience. I. I came home and told my roommate, and he was like... <laughs> he was like, well, at least your gender performance is working. <laughs> and I was like... I guess, yeah. Like, it was so... I don't know. So I'm just going to drop that off. But... <laughs> um Wow, this is opening up a whole tangential line of thought for me. But it, like, hmm, okay. I'm gonna follow it for a bit and then I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it back. But it like makes me think also about like how Louis Sullivan, do you know, Louis Sullivan, like he's a gay trans man. I'm fairly certain that's the same. And people always say, or like always bring up when they talk about him that, like, he died of AIDS, and it's, like, this weird, like, even him talking about it, sometimes it comes across as, like, proof or something that, like, as a trans man, he was, like, truly gay or something, that he, like, lived as a gay man and, like, died of, like, what was seen to be, like, a gay disease, but I, I don't know, I think about, like, ways that, um. I want to divest transitioning from a process of being like read in a way that like resonates with what I hope to bring about or like or something or like how I hope to be read but then at the same time I would be totally lying if I was like not it said I was like not invested in that you know like being read in a certain way. Um, I said once, I forget who I was speaking to, it was like, a group of people in, like, a social context or something, but I was, like, I sort of feel like my, there's, like, a way that when you make a work of art, like, it's understood that, like, people are gonna read it in all different kinds of ways, and, like, that's a positive, and I kind of want my gender to be like that, and... And it was sort of met with, like, a lot of, like, blank stares or something. Like, I feel like that was somehow, like, not the right thing to say. Like, I should be like, no, my I'm specifically like this, and I want to be read specifically like this. Which, like, I not know, but I think I'm, like, increasingly trying to have transition feel more like gender improv where like but like I'm not just improvising like everybody's improvising with me um, and like this like rule of like yes and <laughs> uh-huh. of improv you know it's like that okay yes and like that and yes and um, all of it <laughs> uh, that's my
0: that's my answer to that question. Time touches your body. All right. Touches it. Touches I transition. It. I improvise. <laughs> um, who do you want to live a life next to? My lord? Myself.
1: <laughs> who do I want to live a life next next to
0: you
1: mm-hmm. um, my friends and uh, like everyone I love yeah no Rainer <laughs> um is it Phoebe <laughs>
0: uh, how does that relate to your creative project
1: Um, I think that it will always be really important to me to create, like, support other people's work and, and to, like, hold space for it and, yeah, create spaces where, like, people can come and make and, like, share their work, um, and, like, I can hype it. (laughs) Um That's like something I care about very deeply.
0: I wouldn't be happy if I didn't do that. I feel like you do so much of that and I feel I feel like also like something that I love about your poems is how peopled they are. Mm. How populated they are. Mm. How you're you're never alone in your poems, you know? People just pop up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, like, I don't know, like, Ryan's doing yeah. something over here. <laughs> saying something about uh, cereal. Uh-huh. I don't know.
1: <laughs> There's hella people in my poems. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's a really wonderful... It's, it's kind of, like...
1: It's, and it's, like...
0: It's one of my very favorite things about your poems. It's, like, not even important to
1: know who they are or, like backstory on them or like what like why they're in the poem it's just like ryan's there (laughs) here's this other person
0: well you're really good in a contained space of like um creating the like conjuring this present moment Mm. where yeah i feel like people arise in your poems you don't know who they are where they where they came, came from or where they're going and it and it doesn't but it doesn't take anything away from the resonance of the of the scene that you get which maybe goes back into something we were talking about earlier about moments about present moments Pres- present, present moments present. be present be um, be here now be here now be here now how is it that we are here <laughs> next to each other i came here <laughs> yeah i live here <laughs> I came here, you were here. I was already here, living. I took a nap earlier. And then I was here. Then you were here. Um, How is it? I
1: think that this connects to your question about who do I want to live my life alongside? And... I want, like... Hmm. 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 And our texts, which the listener cannot read, um, I think that when I was younger, I was very concerned with, like, keeping, keeping others around me or something, or, like, feeling like I needed to do a bunch of work in order to have people around me and in my life, and I needed to, like, sustain, like, 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 cater to them and, like, make sure that they were, like, happy and okay in order for, for us to have a relationship, and, and, but I feel like the way that, that we come to be together is, like, is, like, we care about each other, but also... we're like two free agents, you know? And it just happens that we like, come together through now like, tell me you can't say words. Through now, like, forceful acts or something. It's like a natural, freely flowing coming together.
0: Yeah, it sort of happens when it happens. That's right. Yeah.
1: And I want that for like every relationship.
0: Yeah. <laughs> now I just want to like read our text threads. <laughs> but, um... So, listener at home, will. <laughs> Maybe the piece that That we're making with the text thread Will be archived somewhere <laughs> That we don't know about yet Archive our text Yeah um, Yeah I want that for all people too I want um, Yeah I want the non The non transactionally Transactual Dependent, non contractually dependent, no like reproductive goal.
1: <laughs> you talking about of... babies?
0: I'm not talking about real babies. Well, I'm <laughs> talking about real babies too. I don't want, I don't, you know, me personally. You know, of course, a my friends to have babies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> talking about. Kinship webs.
1: <laughs> um. You have my baby?
0: No, not, not <laughs> right. No, not right now. Wow, heartbroken. I mean, never say never, but not right now. Okay. Wow. Well. <laughs> Put a pin in it. um <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah so we are talking about Terrence Hayes earlier M- this is the question that's sort of like that question that I shared with you but not exactly I want to know who so first of all like success defined broadly it doesn't need to be in like capitalist, materialist careerist kind of terms although it can be um I want to know who are some of the people or relationships that your successes and your gender improv um, generate from and back into. Say it again. Next question. Yeah. Um, Success broadly defined. Success, broadly defined. Yeah, hand gestures. Can't see them, but we're doing I'm them. Making them. Um, who, what people, communities, etc. Archives of whatever. Do your successes. And gender improvs um, emerge from and reconnect into in, like, generative ways. Like, like, how is it possible for you to be here, and how does your being here um, nurture that of that that spectrum of things. Am I making any sense here?
1: I've got some threads, but I don't know. How do my how
0: should I define? Mm. I guess like who and what got you here, gets you here every day and every moment, and how do you honor that? Oh. But what are you saying about success? Success, just as in like, um, yeah, success is probably the wrong word. Um, I'm just
1: looking at our toes. Like,
0: <laughs> I mean, I think I was thinking of um, our toes are are sort of hairy in the same space. Uh-huh, I
1: was thinking they look. We have similar toes. Very similar.
0: To- very similar feet. Uh huh. Um, i guess like i think maybe at first i was thinking of success i was thinking of you as an artist as a poet for example but maybe i'm actually not so interested in that i mean i am deeply interested (laughs) in
1: that but like um interview
0: There. i guess i just don't care all that much about, yeah. um, i mean success could be in that it could be in like projects that you are making or have made or that you've seen through to a kind of fruition that you're satisfied with or pleased with um it could be in terms of, like, where you are, how, how your gender journey has, where you are on that journey, and, like, how it's going, how your life is going. I just, like, I want to know, like, um, like, who are you thankful for? Oh, oh my gosh. So many people. Like who? Ma- yeah. Again, like who makes you possible, and how do you replug into that? Mm-hmm. Oh my lord. <sighs>
1: uh,
0: okay. Can you imagine the person also who's gonna have to transcribe all of this? We love you. Thank you for oh, it's your labor. I don't know. I'm imagine. I don't know. You know, maybe no one's gonna have to do it. Anyway, back to the question.
1: What if we just read excerpts from this book? Leave the (laughs) leave the porn alone. Okay.
0: Fine.
1: Oh. Okay. (laughs) Never mind. Okay. Um. Wow. Wow. I. Okay. Hmm. My parents made me. (laughs) I've been thinking about them a lot. Uh, because... Like, the earliest information uh, that I was getting about myself is coming from them, and a lot of it is information that I've had to discard. And some of it isn't. Um but a lot of it is, and I think that that process of having to rework how I think of myself is like this endlessly generative and generating activity, you know, like, am I that? No, I'm not that, I'm this, or today I'm like this, and... Yesterday I was like this. So yeah, I don't like learn in general, like <sighs> I the past like two years have felt no, just like the whole damn life <laughs> the whole life has felt like um this exercise in appreciating um, something that I call in my own brain um, a negative gift, which is like, it's like a little bit of opposition against which, like, who you are as a person, I'm also grateful for like interactions with friends and and other people and and like sometimes strangers that that are like mm, I think that sometimes people need to see themselves like in other people or see aspects of themselves mirrored. Just as important as like coming into conflict and being you know, with difference. Um, and I'm trying to appreciate both those things equally, you know, like not just gravitate towards like people and situations that I like. <laughs> um, How's that? response. Thumbs up, says Christian.
0: That's a great (laughs) response. Um, I think that's a, that's an ending of sorts.
1: It's a wrap.
0: The shit is over. You got anything else you want to talk about? You
1: told me to say the names of my books. And I didn't do it at all.
0: Oh, yeah, what are the names of your books?
1: Thank you so much for asking. Um, (laughs) My first book was called Take This Stallion, but.
0: Published by.
1: Published by. Brooklyn Arts Press. Brooklyn Brooklyn Arts Press in 2017.
0: Great, great little volume. Pick it up. You can get it. I know all the bookstores that have it. I see it.
1: Um, just look around, it's there uh, You were going
0: to say something about
1: it you were I gonna, was? Yeah. Oh, if you're in the know You call it, scrape some scallions Or take take some scallions Anyway
0: <laughs> Or make some medallions Make some medallions
1: <laughs> Next book, what Next is it? Next book was called Mount Carmel and the Blood of Parnassus You may ask, why? Why, aunt? Why is it called that? And I'm not gonna talk about that right now. <laughs> Annoyed. Next book. Uh Forthcoming. Forthcoming from Black Ocean. Ooh. Wow. Moving up the small press chain. <laughs> I've
0: seen some of the cover designs. <laughs> Look around. It's I, there. I don't know which cover it's going to have, but I've seen some of the... I've seen the mock Oh, yeah. You voted. I did vote.
1: Um, it's called Black Space. I'm still trying to figure out if there's... If it's, like, Black Space colon some stuff. Like, media and performance, cyberspace, liberation, something...
0: Are they poems? Are they essays? There's
1: essays, there's poems, there's interviews, there's pictures. It's the most interdisciplinary thing I've ever tried to do. Amazing. I hope.
0: When's it coming out?
1: Later this year. This being 2019. This is 2019. For all you listeners.
0: In the future. In the future!
1: Um... (laughs) That's it. There's a, there's a little Belladonna chaplet, you know. Oh, I yeah. love Belladonna. That's it. Um, Hopefully lots more books to come, you know. It's a wrap.
0: Peace and love. Thank you for
1: listening. Thanks
0: for tuning in. I
1: hope you are enjoying the future.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's like. I hope it's. <laughs> I hope. Yeah. You know. I just hope. I hope it's. I hope it's kinder. It's not gonna be. No. Stop. <laughs> it's not.
1: Stop using plastic. <laughs> wow.